God offers strength for today and hope for tomorrow. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into His Word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, I truly believe that God offers strength for today and hope for tomorrow. And there's no better place to find that than in the 23rd Psalm. You know, the 23rd Psalm, such a beloved psalm. It's well known. It's probably the best known psalm. Many of us could probably quote it by heart. It's a psalm of comfort and hope. I've read it so many times in hospital settings and, well, truthfully, funerals and and various places where people need hope and encouragement, but it's also a great uh, devotional uh, psalm and an inspirational psalm. Uh, One of the uh, senior saints here at New Life shared with me at some point uh, in recent months how they would like to start each day before they did any other Bible reading, beginning with reading the 23rd Psalm. And so what I did in 2023 kind of just took that uh, principle and try to read the 23rd Psalm each morning before I get started doing anything else. And it really has been an encouragement. And obviously, uh, in that process, it, it just really sinks deep into your soul. But it's a psalm of hope. You know, hope is a powerful motivation. Hope inspires the heart. Hope is the momentum of life and just really keeps you going. You know, when there's the loss of hope, you see it physically. The head drops, the shoulders slump, the smile fades, the feet sort of shuffle, the eyes lose their sparkle. But oh, my friend, when there's the restored hope, ah, the head is held high, the shoulders are squared back, the eyes sparkle, the smile beams, and there's a spring in our step. And so I truly believe that the 23rd Psalm gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Let me just read it for you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, we could call this divine help for daily hope, and it really is a blessing to just help us understand God's watchful care and just the tremendous 
the way he looks after uh, his sheep or believers in the Lord. You know, think of it this way. The provision of the Lord gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, that's personal. You know, in, in this particular context, uh, David is sort of approaching the twilight years of his life, and he's the king, but he's looking back and sort of remembering when he was that shepherd boy out there watching the sheep for his father. And this is a very, very personal psalm, my shepherd. You know, Christ is viewed as the, the good shepherd in John chapter 10 and verse 11, who gives his life for his sheep. Hebrews 13, 20 describes him as the great shepherd who watches over his sheep. And 1 Peter 5, 4 describes our Lord as the chief shepherd who one day will come back for his sheep. And so we see in verses 1, 2, and 3 uh, the direction from the Lord. The shepherd leads the flock, uh, gives us good shepherd guidance. He takes us to green pastures. That's the the fertile ground and still waters in verse 2. That's such a peaceful setting and a peaceful image. He Verse 3 leads us in the paths of righteousness. You know, that's contentment in life. Righteousness really is just a, a big word for the right way of living. And the idea is he sort of puts his brand or his mark on his sheep as we walk with him and go the right way. John 10, 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And they follow me. You know, following the shepherd should really make an impact, an imprint on our lives. And, you know, there's satisfaction with the Lord. Not only direction from the Lord, but there's satisfaction with the Lord. I shall not want. The idea is that we won't lack anything from the Lord's care. Another idea is that we'll be content with the Lord's care and content with what he provides and we'll lose those cravings and desires for the world. Notice that image of feasting at the banqueting table of the Lord. You know, Jeremiah 15, 16, the scripture says, your word was found and I ate it. And it was to me the joy and rejoicing in my heart because I am called by your name, O Lord, my strength, my God, and my redeemer. 1 Peter 2.2 2 in the New Testament says, As newborn babes desire the pure or the sincere milk of the word. Psalm 19.10 says that his word is sweeter than honey. And there we see just that beautiful image of feasting at the banqueting table. Green pastures, that's an image of just a fully contented sheep or a child of God. Freedom of fear. You know, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, The Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Psalm 27.1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There's freedom from hunger. There's just this image of complete satisfaction. Of course, Jesus said in John 6, 35, that he is the bread of life. And the one who comes to him will never hunger again. And then we see not only the, the feasting at the banqueting table, the green pastures, that contentment, but the still waters. And again, that's such a peaceful image. Matthew 5, 6, or blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. Then we see that restoration from the Lord. Verse 3, he restores 
our soul. And that shepherd's staff, it would both protect but also restore. It had the hook on the end. If if a sheep got caught in a crevice or whatnot, the shepherd could get it out of that entrapment and lead it back. Also, we see the protection by the Lord that uh, my, thy rod and thy staff, they come for me. The, the shepherd would also use that staff to ward off uh, wild beasts and animals and so forth. And we just see this beautiful image and just that comfort of knowing that the Lord protects us. You know, I'm reminded of Romans 8:31, where the scripture says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Oh, my friend, I hope the Lord is your shepherd. I hope you've made it personal. I hope that you have trusted Christ as your own personal savior and then follow him as your Lord and let him guide you as your shepherd. And he'll be as close to you as the friend who sticks closer than a brother. He'll be that great burden bearer that will carry you through the difficult times of life. Just like the shepherd will throw that sheep on his shoulders and return it back to the flock. Oh, this is a beautiful, beautiful psalm. Then we see the presence of the Lord gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. You are with me. My friend, you do not have to go through life alone. You don't have to walk that trail alone. You don't have to feel like you're in isolation and separated. I think that was one of the great challenges of the pandemic. Everybody was so isolated and separated from one another, and it created a a tremendous feeling of, of loneliness with many, many people. And That's why it's so valuable that churches were able to reopen and people could get back out and be amongst their friends and and so forth at church or wherever their house of worship was. And, you know, of course, Jesus said that he'll never leave us and never forsake us. And he holds us in his hand, John 10, 28. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. He goes on to say, I and my father are one. Yes, we don't walk alone. We walk with the Lord. And that's great comfort when we face the enemy. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then the idea of anointing our head with oil, you know, that sets us apart. It, uh, they would put oil on the sheep to sort of keep the bugs off and, and so forth. And there's that cleansing agent of the word of God and how God takes care of his, his people. Of course, David was anointed by Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, 13, when he was that shepherd boy watching his father's sheep, not even on his dad's radar. Think about it. Samuel shows up, and he's going to anoint uh, one of Jesse's sons as the next king, and he calls uh, his sons before him, and, and one by one, Samuel says, no, this is not the one, this is not the one. And finally, he says, is this it? Do you have any other sons? And Jesse says, well, I've got one out watching the sheep. And they call in David. He's probably 16, 17 years old. And the prophet said, this is the one. And they anointed him with oil, set him apart. And believers are set apart for special service for the Lord, to be the hands and feet of Christ, if you will, to love our Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love our neighbor as ourselves, to be that instrument 
that our vertical passion for God is revealed in our horizontal compassion for humanity. So confidence in Christ is the key to peace in the valley. When you're walking through that valley of the shadow of death, we keep our confidence in the Lord. And then ultimately, the promise of the Lord gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Look at verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's that certainty of having that home in heaven. The presence of God in the here and now. And then that home in heaven in the hereafter. And so you don't have to wait till heaven to experience the peace and the blessing of God. You know, the psalmist said in uh, Psalm 27, verse 13, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And here we see that same principle. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's the here and now. But it doesn't stop there. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's that heaven that inspires our heart with hope. And oh, my friend, what a beautiful psalm this is. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus said this in John chapter 14. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. And Where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said, Lord. We do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Oh, my friend, that hope of heaven dwelling in the house of the Lord forever inspires our heart in the here and now. God gives strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Why and how? Through the provision of the Lord through the presence of the Lord and the promise of the Lord. And my friend, that is available to you if you'll just by faith say, Dear God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe Christ died on the cross for my sins and bodily resurrected from the dead for me. And Lord Jesus, I invite you to my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. My friend, you pray that prayer and you'll be able to say just like the psalmist, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.